Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Tuesday, March 21st in the year 2022. Oh, I just got the year wrong. That would be 2023. Man, I'll tell you, this world just gets crazier. And we're going to talk some about this because I'm seeing some craziness in thinking these days. And it's right here in Bard's Nation. People are getting stretched stretched way beyond their ability to process and are getting dumb. And I don't like dumb or stupid. You know that. I have no patience for it. So, okay, so just so we're clear, we are in the year 2023, which is evident by the level of stupid that has been in our daily lives, just in case you're confused. It's, uh, it's the world of Joe Biden, poopy diaper himself, I'll tell you. Patriots, before we get going, I do want you to make sure you're taking good care of your finances. And for those of you that have IRAs, 401ks, that sort of stuff, it's really at a 11th hour to get them moved into something more tangible and safe. That's why we do have Birch Gold. Patriots, you know the state of the world. So let's cut to the chase. Buy gold. And when you do, get a free safe to store it in. That's right, I'm not kidding. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group, now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control, and it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold or silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. This is one decision you will not regret. Do it today. All right, Patriots, you know me. I don't. I, I like to just jump in the middle of things. I'm going to. There was a post put up today in our family room in Telegram, and I, I'm going to, uh, you can go find it. It's there because I already pinned my response to it, so you can read my response. But here, here's what I'm going to get at. This whole spo- post came at me last night because I made a comment about yoga. And basically, um, what it says is, Scott said yoga isn't of the devil. And he's went on to say this, or this person went on to say that I'd better humble myself or I'm going to lose my support with God. Okay, here's where I'm going to start right now. Don't be stupid. That's my first statement. Anybody that knows me on this channel knows very clearly where I walk in Christ. And if you don't, you might want to go back 2,100 episodes and start from the beginning. The next thing is, If you are so narrow-minded that you cannot separate the principle of worship in a practice like yoga and the exercise of yoga or other disciplines, you belong in a church in dead stone walls is where you belong, in a pew where your safety is every Sunday to be told that you can get safety. Okay? So, 
The next thing is, it is the principle of worship. Anything you worship that's not of Christ is going to lead you down the dark path. So if you are so weak in your worship and faith that you are going to fall into a yogic practice and become the changa, whatever they do, chakra, garbage, mantras, and you think that that's not going to have consequence, well, you know, bad news for you. My point of this is very simple, is that if our faith God has our faith. If you're going to walk into something with whatever you're doing and you are walking with the power of the Holy Spirit and Christ, then you have no fear. But a lot of this stuff that stimulates out of this faith concept, it's somehow, oh, yoga is so dangerous that if you do it, you're going to be sucked into the devil. You are walking in fear because you don't understand the power of the Holy Spirit and you don't have your feet solid on the rock of faith. And you're also so weak that you're being pulled away. Now, let me just close this with this. If you are so concerned about the yogic practices, do not go to a physical therapist, whatever you do. Because if you do, I guarantee you most will use them as a healing part for your body because there's great stretching in there. Someone said, well, if it's not yoga, it's stretching. It's a series of exercises that go in there, and there are people that do yogic exercises for the exercise and don't do it for the worship. On top of that, let me suggest a couple other things if you're going to follow this way of thinking. Don't pray on your knees. Whatever you do, please don't pray on your knees. Because I don't know if you realize it or not, but worship, and we'll call it the meditation of Zen Buddhism, is always on your knees. It's called Zazen. So, oh my gosh, we must be afraid of that evil one that sits there that our Holy Spirit can't defeat and the loving Christ can't overcome. And don't study the martial arts, please. Please don't even go near it. Because the center point of the martial arts is ancestral worship. And you're going to get caught into that. You're going to be sucked into the vortex of hell. You're going to learn how to defend yourself. And you're all going to be fighting for the devil the next thing you know, because you'll have nothing left because the Holy Spirit can't protect you. This is when I say people become retarded in religion. God created all things. And that means all things by free will can be used for good or evil. Choose whom you serve, bottom line. And if, if you are having a problem hearing this message, here's my suggestion to you, along with every single person that gave that post a thumbs up, leave Bard's Nation for a while, please. Take a break, walk into the world, go back to your safe place, because we're not here to live in in dead stones of temples. We're here to bring the living God into the life of us and walk with the Holy Spirit and bring those miracles into the world, which means we're going to get stretched because the Holy Spirit's going to stretch us. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. Put your love in Jesus and walk free. It's not difficult. Well, I guess that got me a little fired up, didn't it? Hmm. You got a preparatory for our prayer today. I hope you're on fire because we're going to bring some Holy Spirit. I'll tell you, I love Jesus and I love this walk. And it's the most freeing walk we could ever have. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. We're going to wage some serious spiritual warfare today. Prayers up. Let's dig in. 
Father God, we are here, hearts opened, fire of this in our belly. We are just loving the Holy Spirit. We just want to feel more of it. I want to begin by acknowledging something, Father, that we have not acknowledged. We are so humbly put before you and blessed. We have now dedicated our Fridays to prayers of request. And Father, what we're discovering is that they're working. So many prayers are being answered. Prayers of the impossible are being answered. But we know nothing with you is impossible. So Father God, thank you. We just pray for the continued anointing of all that are here that are coming together to pray and on this space that we create, in this fellowship that we have, the magnitude and power of prayer to recognize that prayer is real. It's power. It's truly wielding the power of the Holy Spirit. And you're hearing our hearts. And so we just humbly place ourselves before you, Father, and say thank you. Thank you. Father, we're in a time right now when people are being stretched and stretched heavily. This is a dark time in that sense. As the world and everything we know about it is falling apart and all of those false footings that people have are starting to crumble, we know there's only one place that we can go. And that's to put our rock, our feet on the solid rock of faith and turn our eyes and heart towards Jesus. Unfortunately, there's too much narrow-mindedness when it comes to this. So tonight and today, we're just praying for a, just a release of blessings upon people to have a meeting truly with the glory of who Jesus is to have trust in the power of the Holy Spirit, to put our faith in the Holy Spirit and know that evil can't even come near that. To be so comfortable in our faith that we can literally do as Jesus did and sit with prostitutes and tax collectors knowing that there's going to be many, including many Christians, that will judge those actions and see you as heretic or fool or evil rather than realizing that what Jesus was showing us is that we have to meet people where they are. Father, we, we pray for the blessings to stop this tomfoolery of thinking that something by a name suddenly is so powerful that the devil can get control of us. To start realizing that sometimes we have to walk into the den of the devil to meet them where they are, to overcome them, and not be fearful of the spells that the witches cast or the things that the demons proclaim, but rather have the comfort of knowing that we're walking with you in the mightiness of this and there's no weapon forged against us that can succeed. That, Father, is what we pray today, that that blessing can settle on the many, many with shallow hearts or weak faith. They proclaim Christ, but they don't know Jesus. They proclaim they're loving you, but they don't know you. They've never sat to build an intimate relationship with you. Father, we pray for the many to do just that, to build the intimacy and relationship with you out of the walls of the dead stones of temple churches, but to bring the church into life and into our world. The devil has no power over us. The devil fears us. I've even read things like this, Father. Just, it's, I just consider it almost blasphemy. God created the devil. We know very well that Lucifer had a conflict with you and made a choice and was cast out of heaven. 
You didn't make him for us. It was a byproduct of the fall. People need to get themselves right, Father, in their relationship with you. And so we pray for this pure heart to open up with people, to humble themselves before you, to open themselves up to the mightiness of the Holy Spirit, to feel that power and that might as we walk in this world, not one of arrogance, but one of humble, meek warriors, the meekness of those that are so mighty in the Spirit and know so that they can choose not to draw the sword, but rather to walk in the beauty of the light of Jesus. Let this power of heaven rain down on all of us that are open and receptive. For those that are in question or meandering, let them be shaken to their core by the true glory and power of Jesus and and the power of all that anointing that comes with that. You have told us we can do greater works than he. Let us believe in that and pursue it no matter where it takes us. And so we pray for courage. Because there is going to need to be a whole lot of courage when we let ourselves go with the Holy Spirit. We don't know where that's going to take us, but it's guaranteed. It'll stretch us. It'll make us mightier. It'll refine us. We will put us closer to you. And in times of something else will happen too, we will stumble. Let us have the confidence in knowing that you're a loving father, a father of infinite love that knows that we'll stumble. But unless we try, We will never know. So, Father, we pray uh, for us all to be bold in this hour, to be the mighty men of heaven and children of you that can walk in this world knowing that we're walking with you and to be able to walk into this world confidently no matter where we are and meet people where they are to speak the word of Christ, even if that speaking comes as something as simply as sharing and breaking bread and having a conversation to let and trust that the Holy Spirit will be doing its work with us, through us, and greater than we can do. Let us be the confident children that you, you created, Father. Let us be the perfections that we seek to be We're going to stumble. We humble ourselves even now before you. We ask for repentance for for the sins that we've done that are unspoken. But let us not cast off this nonsense that somehow, like if we do a simple act, that we're going to lose the blessings of heaven. Where Where is this thinking? Paul was one who was beheading Christians, and yet you called him, and he became one of the greatest disciples of all time. We need to get back to the understanding that you don't choose the perfect, and rather it is the imperfect that makes them so refinable in your, in your life. So let us be open and understand in this world that you're far greater in love than we can ever comprehend. You're far greater in forgiveness than our hearts can ever bend and stretch. You are a loving, beautiful wonderful Father, and we are so deeply humbled to sit before you. So thank you, Father, for all you give. Thank you for the blessings you shower upon us. Thank you for the direction and guidance you give us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
It's an incredible time to be walking with the Holy Spirit. But unfortunately, as we move into this and we will be stretched, there will be many that will not be able to follow. This is part of the threshing. We're into the second threshing now. We went through three years of the first threshing. And this is me talking just so someone says, well, I don't, I don't see that where it says that in the Bible. I, don't, I didn't find that exact scripture. I just rolled my eyes just in case you didn't know. We are in a second threshing. The first threshing was for three years. There is not a single person on this globe that was not touched by COVID. And I guarantee you, when this is over, there will not be a single person that will not be touched by the financial collapse collapse and reset. The question will be, where is your heart? And where have you placed your feet on that rock of faith? So where we are right now is at a time where we have an opportunity to step into the mightiness of kingdom as we walk. The mightiness of it. God is preparing to pour down the blessings of heaven under this fight. If you think that God's going to stand by and let this Luciferian, well, I almost said something bad, this Luciferian poop show continue and take advantage of us, as we are walking closer to him, putting our hearts to him, and making the choice to stand boldly in the face of this evil, I would suggest you begin at Genesis and move forward. Because it doesn't play that way. We are mightier. We are the kings and inheritors of this earth. And we shall overcome, but we also have to have the mindset of being the overcomers. Don't get, don't get shuddered by ridiculousness. That was my point last night when I brought up this thing of yoga. I cannot stand when people stand up here and go like, don't do this. God is not black and white on things. Not at all. Don't do this. Could you imagine? My goodness, could you imagine doing the yogic exercises? Oh, but wait, the yoga mantras open up portals. Okay, whatever. Don't do them. Why don't you try doing yoga with scripture? There's a thought. Whoa, wow, smack dab down the, on the mat. There's something right there. Martial arts, when I study martial arts, one of the things you do in the, in the pursuit of the sword is that in the traditions of Iaido, you place the sword before you and you pray to the sword. Why? Because in the Buddhist way of thinking, all objects are animate. You have to embody the soul of the sword in what you're doing. Oh, not doing that. Sorry, not part of my faith, but I will definitely put that sword before me and I will pray to Jesus and thank him for the blessings of having the opportunity to study such a magnificent art. And I will pray and thank him for the sword master who made that sword that I have, which is absolutely fantastic. And oh, by the way, I forgot this one. That was the one that God told me to get and led me to getting a specific sword in Japan by a modern day sword master. Yeah. So you see, it's all about intent in our heart. 
And when we step back and forget the power that we walk with, we become victimized by the things out here, which is exactly how Lucifer plays. It's ridiculousness. So just take a listen to this. This is enemy tactics. It's really good. It's right in line with what I'm saying. The enemy. The enemy can't destroy you, but what he tries to do is he tries to place things into your soul, ideas, thoughts, things about yourself that are not true, and you choose to believe what those things are, but you can also choose to rebuke it. Instead of believing the fear, believing the thoughts of inadequacy, the thoughts of not having a good future, if you're ever going to find a great relationship or job, you rebuke them and you resist them. Oh, man, on point. Rebuke and resist and stand with the Holy Spirit and overcome. And I'll tell you, anybody know who Tom Poole is? He runs a great podcast. I have a lot of respect for him. But this man needs Jesus. Somebody's got to have the courage to get on Tom Poole's show and ask him to accept Christ because he keeps he keeps doing these shows and he's seeking and I'm praying for Tom Poole. Any like including thoughts on on that whole arc of Satanism or whatever? I mean, yeah, uh, Jesus Christ. There's abundant evidence that Jesus Christ was a real person who actually resurrected from the dead and is actually the Son of God. Is he coming back? He's absolutely coming back. Um, if people want to find out more about that, I, I was an atheist. I became a Christian after I read a book called More Than a Carpenter by Josh McDowell. It basically lays out this, this book was written by a guy who tried to disprove Christianity. And in the process of trying to disprove it, he realized all of the evidence was in favor of it being true. Hmm. He lays out all the evidence in the book. I read it, realized that it's irrefutable, in my opinion, that Jesus Christ is actually the Son of God, became a Christian. I would just encourage everybody, turn to Christ. He offers you eternal life, and uh, in the forgiveness of your sins and faith and belief in Him, you can have eternal life, and that, that'll that be very important to hold on to in the years ahead. Oh, I screwed that name up. That was Tim Poole. Thank you, chat, for reminding me. I, I didn't mean to say Tom, but Tim Poole. Folks, this guy is looking for Jesus. I'm telling you because he keeps bringing on folks and talking to him about Christ. And here's an atheist that just came to Jesus. So pray for him. He's almost there. He's seeking. He's seeking. And all he needs is someone to sit before him and say, will you accept Jesus? Hey, you want to put me on? he wants me on his show. I'm glad to sit there and say it. I have no problem. We need that boldness, but our kindness and our loving heart in this, right? And it has to be fearless. It's just such an amazing time when we figure out how much power we have. Think about the people that I talk about all the time down to Glad Tidings Church. Literally, like there is a guy down there who is, I love him to death. He's one of the greatest people I meet down there. He was the Sicario and gun runner for the cartel in Northern California. The last time we met and we embraced him, he's like, brother, how are you? And I'm laughing to myself going, Lord, only you could put me in a place where the former Sicario for the Northern California cartel is hugging me and we're talking about Jesus. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Overcoming anything. God can use anything for good. Here's one for you if you want to pray into something wild. Here's a wild one for you. Could you imagine at the peak of whatever drama is coming in President Trump's life, like the whole staged event of him being arrested? Could you imagine if God brought him to his knees and accepted Jesus and asked for repentance in front of the nation? Oh, my goodness. You want to see, like, 
half a MAGA fall on its knees? Instant. Not a question. You see, God can do anything he wants, but we also need our prayers to help make it happen. God can change this all in a wink of an eye. So if he can do that and we're walking as his children in this kingdom, be not afraid, 365 times in the Bible. Just thought I'd throw that one out there. I don't think that's a request. I don't think that's a sidebar comment. I think that's a directive. So patriots, be empowered. Ask God to walk with you. Have a great walk in the outdoors today with Jesus. Have a wonderful conversation. Open up your heart. Let the Holy Spirit flow in. See what amazing things he puts before you, what doors only he can open, and bring the love of Christ into the world. That's where we are. That's spiritual warfare at its finest, fearless. So patriots, with that, have a blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, 
which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 